This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where I read evergreen articles on real estate investing so you can still learn while you're on the go. If you just found the show on this Wednesday, welcome. And please tap the subscribe button so you'll get these automatically delivered to you every day, including weekends. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. Ugh. But now, with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with a tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Know your project. A comprehensive guide to the building inspection process. This premium article, by the way, is part of Smarter by Bigger Pockets Real Estate Investing System, which you can learn more about at biggerpockets.com. Understand how a building inspection impacts your rehab project. Okay, so whether you're building or rehabbing your investment property, 
The structure will require an inspection during the construction project, and you'll most likely have more than one. Familiarizing yourself with the building inspection process can help investors better prepare for inspections, ensure compliance with building codes and regulations, and avoid costly mistakes that may result in failed inspections. Building inspectors thoroughly examine the property to ensure that it meets all safety and code requirements. The construction follows the approved building plans, and all necessary permits have been obtained. You'll need to get their final approval before occupancy of your building takes place. Let's discuss what a building inspection is, how to choose the right inspector, and what to do if you fail an inspection so you have all the details you need to complete the building permit inspection process. What is a building inspection? All right, so a building inspection is when a licensed inspector thoroughly examines a property to ensure it meets all building codes, zoning ordinances, and contract specifications, all that stuff. A building inspector is going to thoroughly examine the entire property, including its major systems and components, just to ensure compliance with codes and zoning ordinances and contract specifications. So this includes a foundation inspection, an electrical inspection, a roof inspection, an HVAC system inspection, a plumbing inspection. There are several other inspections that might need to be done, and the required inspections in your area could very well vary. But that's why it's important to have a professional complete your inspection. The size of the home, how thorough the inspector is, and the issues they encounter will determine how long the inspection takes. However, when the inspector visits the site, it typically takes them about two hours to inspect the property. Not too bad. Then they have to complete their report, which that can actually take several days. Having your building inspected regularly throughout construction can prevent major issues. If an inspector catches an electrical mistake your crew just made, it can be easy to remedy. But if the mistake isn't caught until you've installed the drywall, it can be more costly to fix. If you want to ensure your final inspection is approved, get inspections more often. Choosing the right inspector. Choosing the right inspector is vital for a property owner and real estate investor. You could end up working with this person on a future project or hopefully a whole lot of projects. So making a good connection can help you create a long lasting relationship that could help your building projects go smoothly down the road. When selecting the best inspector to take on your project, consider their qualifications. Inspectors must have different licensing and credentials in each state. However, knowing whether your inspector has the qualifications to provide the inspection you need to get through the building permit process, that's going to be pretty important. Experience. The more experience an inspector has, the better they are at helping you meet inspection requirements. So look for someone who has been in the industry for several years at least, Typically, five or more is a good range. Knowledge. You want to look for inspectors who know stuff, like the building code specification for your state and have experience inspecting various home types. Also, look for those who know about homes of different ages. Review data. Check out the reviews, what people are saying about the inspector. Are they mostly good or mostly bad? Is there a theme among the complaints, such as poor customer service? Previous reviews can help indicate how well you might work with them. I also look for, just a bonus tip, if they respond to negative reviews to try to help the customer understand a little better. That's always key for me for some reason. I don't know. 
Fees and services. Ask about the fees and about services those fees include. Now, many inspectors base their rates on the home square footage, but you want to make sure that if you need special inspections, you know what they're going to cost you. Here are some common types of building inspections. All structures share some common themes, so it's no surprise that there are common types of building inspections that all real estate investors should know about. The same inspector may do these inspections, or you might need to use multiple inspectors, depending on their expertise and the state and county requirements where you want to build. So here are some details on each one. Structural inspections. A structural inspection is when the structural components of a home are looked over in detail. Structural engineers may perform this task. Building code requires specific load-bearing ranges and structural connections based on the regulations in the area where construction happens. This inspection ensures compliance with these regulations. During the structural inspection, the engineer looks at the following. Foundation, joists, frame, roof, walls, windows, and doors. Inspectors are looking for anything that's rotted, water damage, cracks in the roof or chimney, some drainage issues, or even gaps in the flooring. Any of these issues could indicate a serious problem. Even new construction can suffer from these setbacks, but catching problems early in the process is always good. Mechanical inspections. A home has a ton of mechanical components, and during a mechanical inspection, these components are examined by a professional with knowledge of how they work. Mechanical inspections involve a thorough examination of the mechanical components of a property, including its electrical, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing systems to ensure they're properly functioning and compliant with building codes and regulations. So some of the electrical service areas they check are the electrical supply, so they can determine where it enters the home and if it runs overhead or underground, the electric meter, so they can pinpoint its location on the property and determine its condition and functionality. The main circuit panel and main disconnect, so they can determine its condition and location. The outlets and fixtures to make sure they work properly and that GFCIs function as they should and are installed near plumbing fixtures. For the plumbing system, they're going to look for the following things. The location and condition of the main water shutoff valve, the condition of any exposed pipes and what materials the pipes are made of, the signs of visible leaking or pooling water, the proper functioning of faucets, drains, and toilets, the ability of water to heat and cool, as indicated on faucets. And when a mechanical engineer inspects the HVAC system, they'll look for some of these things. The type of unit and its condition, the signs of coolant leaks or even some defects in the cooling system, the duct work to determine its condition and what it's made from, the ability of the system to properly heat and cool each room. Let's move on to interior inspections. These are going to include all of the interior aspects of a home. An inspector is looking for similar issues that a structural inspector looks for, but from inside the home. Interior inspections will have inspectors looking at the following. Windows, walls, flooring, appliances, doors, ceilings, closets, and cupboards. Inspectors are looking for any defects in the functionality of these items, like water heater that doesn't heat water, or a spot on the ceiling that indicates a water leak somewhere. They're likely open each door and cabinet just to make sure they work as intended, and then check windows for air leaks and proper opening and closing ability. Walking through the home, they'll check over these things thoroughly. 
probably taking notes and photographs. Environmental inspections. An environmental inspection might be required for your home, or you might just want to ensure that you're constructing a home in an area that meets environmental safety requirements. Always a good thing. So during an environmental inspection, this is what they'll look for. Mold, radon, pests, gas leaks, lead paint, dirty coils, dirty drip pans, asbestos, or even bad smells and odors. These problems could mean possible health issues with the property, which must be resolved before inspection approval can occur. Safety inspections. Now, this just ensures a home or commercial building meets fire safety codes. The structure needs proper accessibility. All entrances and exits are easy to get to in an emergency. The requirements for meeting safety code regulations will, of course, vary by state. But still, an inspector will check that all doors function properly, the windows open and close, the address is clearly labeled, and alarm systems function if available. Understanding the inspection report. Once your inspection is all done, you'll receive the inspection report. This report may take some decoding, but it does have all the details you need to know whether the property you're constructing does meet all the inspection requirements. The report will provide information about major problems or issues with the home's primary systems or structure. It's going to include some details on how to proceed to remedy those issues, too. The types of findings the report should include are details on the foundation and structural integrity of the home, condition of the roof sheathing and shingles, the functionality of water systems and pipes, condition and functionality of all the electrical systems, including fuses and wiring, the functionality of the heating and cooling system. What if I fail my final inspection? Ugh, not all construction projects or homes will pass their final inspection. Failure can occur for a lot of reasons. Some of the most common reasons for failure are the HVAC system doesn't heat or cool properly. There are safety issues like limited accessibility to doors and walkways, just problems with the finishes. The property has drainage issues or there are drainage issues present in the home. The home has structural issues with the foundation or frame. There are leaks or signs of water damage present. The windows or doors aren't sealed properly. The roof has signs of rot or other damage. The electrical system has issues with the outlets, breaker boxes, or even the wiring. A failed inspection doesn't mean construction can't be completed. So it just pretty much means that it might require a second visit from the inspector. Now, a lot of inspectors charge per visit, so it's always best to pass inspection the first time, but you can fix any issues and have the inspector come back. As long as you pass the final inspection and the inspector signs off on your permits and okays all your forms, you can get approval for your home. Let's wrap things up with our conclusion today. Building a home or other structure is a big-time undertaking, and it's important to understand how to get inspection approval when you take on the project. Use this guide today to help you navigate the process. Also, do your research so you choose the right inspector and get informed on the rules and regulations in your state. You made it through another episode of Bigger Pockets Daily. Did you learn something new? If you still have questions about this subject, jump onto the forums at biggerpockets.com forum. It's like being at a 24-7 networking event without the business cards and awkward small talk. Otherwise, you know the drill. We'll have another episode waiting for you in the morning.